welcome to episode 26 transportation management podcast today's topic is visual business i'm thomas um, from the freight order management team hello my name is thorsten geiger i'm from the um, planning and network team i'm ralf rath i'm the area product owner of the visual business product my name is markus zahn uh, i'm responsible for the Transportation network and geomap integration of the business. And I'm burned. I'm asking the questions today again, as usual. So uh, let's start. So visual business is more or less a self-explaining name, but maybe we can add uh, some more details on what is it actually. So yeah, Ralf, please. We started a couple of years ago with visual business and um, with an idea or, or vision that uh, business data is becoming more intuitive and navigable if we use the reality. That means that we visualize the business data on a map or in 3D and uh, allow the users to work with them interactively. So. Um, um, the idea was that uh, this relation to the reality um, everybody knows um, brings the effect that all the business data um, are in a better context than in a, a traditional user interface. So, so it's an alternative to the table UI everybody knows. And last. And <laughs> um, yes, and uh, it's a new approach that we use yeah, a map or 3D to visualize the business objects. And uh, if these business objects are interactive, then everybody can intuitively work with them. So for instance, you can drag and drop a truck to a customer on the map. You see the, the live position uh, of the truck. And then you can drag and drop the truck to the customer. And then the truck flies there. And <laughs> then the, the route is recalculated and uh, then the new tour is planned. Okay. That was the, the basic idea. So basically, behind. instead of having this uh, single UIs, whatever UIs show something in a 3D world, I think when we started, it was also um, yeah, when all the 3D visualizations came in like, uh, what was the second life kind of thing? I think it was all yeah. yes. the same, right? Yes, yes. And uh, with that, uh, with Visual Visions, you can display your uh, yeah, the business data mm -hmm. on a map, and not only on a map, but also as real, as an object with different attributes, right? Isn't it yeah. also that you can... You see a virtual scene and everything is painted with your business data. Um, so if the truck is delayed, it becomes red, for instance. And uh, if you click on the truck, you see the, the freight and, and uh, the tour details and, and other things. So that was the basic idea, that we um, uh, built a business scene where you see the business data in an alternative way. Okay. I think you have to remember that scene. So, uh, so that's, that's, yeah, a, we to that later. Yeah. that's a visualization. And um, on the other side, you have the interactivity. Of course, you want to work with the data. You want to uh, change something and um, 
<coughs> recalculate something. And if everything is interactive, you can click the objects, you can drag and drop the objects, then you can um, yeah, work with the business data on a very intuitive base. Okay. And I think you can even define for different objects the different activities you can do with them, right? But yes. In, in um, particular, we have built a framework to build graphical applications or components inside applications. That means um, the application can define the symbols they want to use or inside the scene and uh, use the attributes, the color, the size or whatever to um, display the business data. So for instance, you have a location, the size of, and, and you want to, to show this and yeah, use a circle for instance. The size of the circle reflects your revenue values and um, the color for instance uh, you can use for the profit. Okay. Something like this. And then you can define as an application developer, okay, if the user clicks this object, then a detail window pops up and uh, shows some, some details. Okay, maybe from a 10,000 feet perspective, uh, um, that's already very good. Maybe Markus, uh, maybe let's still from 10,000 feet, maybe uh, let's also talk about visual business in TM as we are also TM podcast. Maybe, yeah, that would be great. Where do we use it? Why do we use it? Yeah, maybe I spend first a few words on the background, so why we integrated Visual Business. So many years back, uh, we figured out that most of our content, so let's take locations, so you have plants, warehouses, customer locations, also business partners, and then finally the business documents that we cover in TM, like the freight order, all of the, those content uh, has a geographical relation. So uh, we figured out that it would be very helpful for our users to display that geographical relation on a geographical map. Uh, so we started to look for a component that makes this possible for us. So first of all, we uh, talked to some GIS vendors, uh, but later we decided that we do not want to have a GIS vendor specific product mm -hmm. due to the product standard globalization. We have customers in China, we have customers in South and uh, North America and in Europe. And all of those customers were pretty much looking for different products and different geographical map content. So one of the key requirements was to integrate a component that gives us as the TM the capability to display any of our business content on the geographical map and hides the complexity for us to integrate that content. So a kind of middleware between our business application and the content we want to use. So um, at that time, um, we got in contact with Visual Business and the application was evolving, I think, out of SAP research. Uh, into a product, so we picked that up and it seemed that it uh, pretty much fulfilled our requirements. So the major use case that we had uh, back then was the display on the geographical map. And maybe uh, Torsten can say a few words about our new component that we now deliver with the last release. Mm, yes, with a, a new version of uh, Visual Business uh, 2.1, we also have the uh, capability to display a 3D scene. 
and uh, we use it um, for the new load planning functionality. Uh, so yeah, shameless plug here. It was as in the case, uh, TMP 22 was uh, about load planning as, a, as such. Yeah. But now back to realization. <laughs> so if you missed this uh, episode, just uh, yeah, to stop here, scroll back to the other one, and then come back. Yes. Yeah. And uh, for this load planning um, functionality, where you um, want to um, place um, your pallets, for example, on the truck and have a realistic plan if the axle weights, legal um, restrictions and um, um, boundaries like this are considered. And um, th for this, it's an idle use case to have it uh, displayed in a 3D scene where you can see the final result of this load plane, where your pallets are, how much of your um, cargo bay is used, if there's still room for additional pallets. And um, compared to the table view where you have just a list of your load plans, it's a, a big uh, benefit to just see it with one glance um, what's your utilization? And this is then totally decoupled from the map piece, right? Or yeah, right. But but the great thing about that, even if we are still on ten thousand feet, uh, mm -hmm. it's very much it, 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 it's the same architecture. So mm -hmm. we, as a business application, can define our business content in a way that we want to uh, be it displayed within Visual Business and we have the power to decide is it a geographical map application, is it a 3D scene, but pretty much uh, how we pass the data to that uh, to to the Visual Business component is the same. So like you asked in the beginning, uh, can you attach functions? Mm -hmm. So for us, it doesn't matter if it is a location as a display as an icon, is it an arrow let's say a stage of a freight order or is it a package displayed as a three-dimensional object mm -hmm. we can handle all of this data in a very very similar manner the concept is, is everywhere is the same mm -hmm. so the application defines some symbols mm -hmm. defines the attributes of the symbols size color and so on and defines the uh, interactions yeah. between these yeah. objects or at one object and so on okay and so the in principle, also means I could also display the 3D visualization of the truck with the pallet on a map in the end, if I would like to. Exactly. Not yeah. saying that makes or, a lot of sense, but uh, yeah. Or you you yeah. display your yard mm. and uh, or some some mm. cargo airport or uh, harbor. Ah, I remember port. The day we had a very nice day with a train uh, traveling through. Uh, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Okay. okay. So basically, you can combine a, a very detailed 3D model with business data with the map. Yeah, basically. exactly. Okay, so that would be the two major elements, the map connection and the elements on it from a visualization standpoint? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, from, from a visualization standpoint, um, the map is based on the ground mm -hmm. and uh, the symbols are placed <laughs> on top of this ah. map. There's no 3D visualization of the mountains, no? <laughs> it could be, of course, <laughs> that we uh, um, yeah, visualize the maps in, in, in 3D, but usually it's flat. Okay, yeah, I think that's pretty that's, Yeah, and, and um, sometimes you don't need even 3D for displaying the, the routes and the tours yeah. and, and freight orders. Mm -hmm. But uh, for the truck, we are using here 3D mm -hmm. because then you see where the, the packages are loaded. And, and, uh, yeah. Okay, I think even we also went down to 8,000 feet, but still we can maybe now dive uh, a bit deeper. 
Äh, ja, von mir ist ein Developer, ein Listeners as Developer, so, so die also be interesting. So what is the technique behind? So is it, yeah, what is it? Yeah. In Visual Business, we have the um, requirements that um, we can integrate Visual Business in most UI technologies we have at SAP. And uh, we started developing an ActiveX control in C++. Mm. Um, it's only for the Windows world, but um, that doesn't matter. Um, I'll explain a little bit later why. Mm. And we started with an ActiveX control displaying maps and 3D scenes. And this uh, can be integrated in WebDIN Pro, Floor Plan Manager, or SubGUI and uh, UI5 and other technologies. But you are limited to the Windows world. Okay. To yeah, um, deal with this and um, um, yeah, support a broader range of devices and also platforms, mm -hmm. we use the same interface uh, for the application and uh, build an UI5 control. Okay. So that we can change the client without changing the application. Mm. And um, that means, for instance, in uh, transportation management, um, transportation management at the moment is based on the uh, ActiveX. Mm. Um, but in the future, it is possible that we switch and uh, show the UI5 control. Okay, and then I could also use it as like a standalone application on an iPad, uh, <coughs> iPad, wherever. Etsy, whatever yeah. may come then. So that's a pure HTML UI5. Yes. So it's, there's no, no plugin, no nothing required, yes. it's pure. At the moment, it's uh, um, ActiveX is a mm -hmm. plugin mm -hmm. in, the, in the Windows world and you have to install this. Mm -hmm. But uh, in the future, okay. this is not necessary. Future or already available? It's, it's already available, yeah. the UI5, um, mm -hmm. but we haven't made the switch in transportation management. Okay, okay. Yeah. but in principle it's already there. Yeah. And uh, okay, we haven't made the switch because it's new and we want to have some... Um, yeah, there's, there's one feature we have to implement, mm -hmm. um, which is not finalized. We are in the good way, but it's not in the um, current version. Um, that's the drag and drop. Hmm? interactive um, okay. uh, feature so you can't drag and drop a truck to a customer oh. hmm. but uh, this is one oh, this is the last feature we have to implement and then the switch is possible ah okay so that and once that's complete you wouldn't need any plugin and you, it will also run then on apple or yeah. Yeah, whatever in the past it was really hard to install um, Yes. The ActiveX um, depends or depended in the past on the um, Active Component Framework. And um, the Active Component Framework uses some certificates. So this has to be generated on the server. And then the administrator has to install this to the different clients. It's only one certificate, you, mm -hmm. so you can distribute one certificate to all clients. But that's a lot of TCO. Mm -hmm. And um, now we are going to, to uh, simplify this 
and um, don't use the active component framework, mm. but uh, use in the floor plan manager uh, direct integration into the WebDump Pro. Okay, so that means, let's say talking about today in the M context, yeah, uh, what, what would I need to do if I want to use now that, for example, map feature? So I want to use uh, Visual Business in the TM context, what do I have to do? Yeah. You have to install Visual Business okay. uh, on the client. Mm -hmm. And um, um, that's a standalone installation that I would get. That's a stone. Yes, and, and that's the standard SAP uh, installation everybody knows, and mm -hmm. then uh, you can install this on the client. So it's not a flag, like if you install Zapku, you have some, it's a standalone thing that you install. Okay, thanks, understood. Yeah. And then we also have to do something on the TM side to, to use it, or is it then just there? Or? Yeah, in TM it is required to uh, configure the geographical map content, so which provider you want to use. I okay. think Visual Business comes with a already standard default uh, mm -hmm. yeah. content mm -hmm. um, and there's also a customizing setting where you can uh, switch the geomap on and off so for customers that do not at all use it uh, it makes some of the uh, buttons uh, invisible for mm -hmm. example within the transportation cockpit so yeah. you don't see the layouts where the map would be part yeah. is that's one important feature uh, of Visual Business, that um, Visual Business is map provider independent. Mm. Because um, every customer already have a, a map provider <coughs> licensed or in use. And um, on the other side, there is no global player which covers globally all uh, areas with the same quality, with the same accuracy. and. Uh, uh, everything up to date. You also have strange things like, like in China, it must be a server running in China and, and that kind of thing. So that yeah. this is something you of course. out of the box. And of course, you have some specialized map providers for railways, uh, companies and, and other things. And uh, then, of course, um, this is a must to support them. Okay, maybe we, I, I would, would like to come back to that in, in more detail. Um, in a minute, but just for the installation piece and activation piece, uh, Thorsten, if I for 3D visualization, do I also is it that same switch or is it independent or is it always there or? Um, uh, so that's basically the same. If you want okay. to use a map or the 3D visualization, you have okay. the same installer. So that's one okay. business one for all. Thing. Okay. Yeah. And, and the activation is that only the map activation, or is it also your element that that 3D? Um, no, for the 3D visualization for the load plan, um, you just have to um, define your layout for the transportation cockpit and there you have a checkbox, I want to show the load plan with the 3D visualization and then you have it. So there's no additional okay. activation needed, you just say, I want to have this layout with and, the 3D okay. scene. And if I decide to do so, all my users should must have the um, visual business uh, installed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Good. Later, um, when we have, um, if you have the, the UI5 uh, control, then an installation step is not necessary. And also important That's to mention for the TM customer is that uh, Visual Business comes automatically with the TM license, so there is no additional fee for the component itself. And also, why further? So, Does Visual Business come with no. the TM license? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, we wanted to simplify this. Um, I think for the customer, it's not understandable <laughs> if 
application uh, relies on a base product that they have to to um, get two licenses. But as a customer, you could also build your own business yes, and uh, application. That's the exception. Then a license is necessary. Mm -hmm. Then a native um, developer license for developing the things is necessary, and uh, native um, foundation license for third parties necessary. Okay, maybe if um, if possible, I would like to talk a bit about the visual business as such in a bit more detail. You already mentioned, for example, applications and scenes, and so maybe we can talk a bit more about that. So, like we already have two, uh, let's say, from ten thousand feet again, I would call it use cases. So with also different elements uh, mm -hmm. uh, on the map. So intuitively, I would think like a use case sounds like an uh, like an application for you. Is it? The fair statement, or yes, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe to be a, a little bit more detailed, yeah. we have the two It's use cases: three-dimensional and geographical. Yeah. And under the geographical use case in TM, we have three different applications. So we have one uh, specifically dedicated to the transportation network. So yeah. an application for me is more which objects do I see mm -hmm. and which functions do they offer to me. So we have the transportation network with locations, zones, transportation lanes and schedules. Then we have the transportation planning component, which is called the visual transportation cockpit, mm -hmm. where you can more or less take a look on your transportation plan, so the freight yeah. orders, uh, freight units, and do uh, interactive planning on them. And the third application that we have is a very generic map display component. This component mm -hmm. is basically can be integrated in, into any UI offering some location and stage information and then displays simply this one single object. But no interaction. And, and then no interaction and so no function. For, for an application, I, I have to define the objects I, I want to use uh, on mm -hmm. it, the possible interactions per object. Do I have something like an object repository or how would I like, like our freight orders or so? What is a freight order has stops and, and maybe in, in your use case for load planning it also has items on it. So what would how is that maybe translated into a visual business uh, object, so to say? Okay. We have a set of symbols, hmm? circle, hmm? A box, or um, other things, arrows. Uh, polygons, areas, and uh, such things. Mm -hmm. And um, the application can build um, their graphical visualization with these symbols. So for instance, you can use a spot object, a flag, or you can set a small image at a location, and then uh, you can yeah, say, okay, this is a truck. So the object mm -hmm. repository that yeah. you were asking for is more or less application specific mm -hmm. and the application has to map that to the free, let's say, object types that Visual Business is offering us. So it's a spot object, the link object, and then the box, uh, no, the area object. Okay. And so uh, actually a box is also a spot with just size. Okay, so once more, so we have a spot object that is something, yeah, what makes it a spot object? It, it has a very detailed position. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's a point. It's a point. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And the next object, the link object, has a start and a destination. Okay. okay. And then the area object has a polygon surrounding. Okay. So the spot object has a position, a link object 
uh, combines two or more things, most likely? Two, two exactly. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, it I could also be a polygon, so, so that you have uh, some waypoints in between, <coughs> and okay. then you are drawing uh, a polygon. Okay. And then I have that area thing, which is a very long... <laughs> it's also a polygon, but yeah. it's closed. Closed, okay. Yeah. And, okay, and, then? and then we have some, some special objects. So, for instance, you can insert a 3D object in this world. Is it an additional object type or is it a type of a... Or it's an additional board? object okay. so, so we have object types then. It, yeah, it's a model. Yeah. It's a 3D model that you can pass to the component, yeah. uh, specify where it should be displayed, also yeah. give it a color and uh, interaction model. Right. So, so, so your rights, there are actually four. It's four objects. Yeah. Okay. And there are three basic categories. <laughs> yeah. Point, line, or area objects. Mm -hmm. okay. And uh, the 3D model is a point object because it has one location. On steroids, so to say. Point objects. Okay. Yeah. So very so, nice uh, yeah. point object. Because it's, so, so point is does not combine, it's also not as such covering. Okay. And then that, that's where we start with a point object. Uh, it can have, you already mentioned it, it can be a flag or so, it can have a picture or... A, yeah, or an image, uh, icon image. or whatever, yes. It can have a color. So what are the attributes yes. as a, besides the exact position that you already mentioned? It can, yeah, what else? Uh, it depends, on, of course, the color, mm -hmm. but uh, for instance, for, for line objects, uh, Polygon, we have also the border color and an inner color, mm. so it depends on, on the uh, concrete object. So yeah, but that, that, that's basically it. I mean, for the spot object, what you have uh, is you define the position mm. and you define the image that should be displayed at, this, uh, at, at that position. Mm. Uh, what we have in TM, what we use, uh, you have a so-called pin icon, so let's say it's a bubble, mm -hmm. and then you have an overlay icon which can then represent is that spot a vehicle resource or location or business partner. Mm -hmm. And this is then drawn exactly at that position. So actually I would draw two point yeah. objects in there. No, no, it's one, one, one. It's one spot object yeah. having an overlay image and a ah. pin image. Okay, so mm. one object is two images, yeah. if I, okay, like mouse or okay. Yeah, and then from a technical point of view, uh, there's for all three types of objects, there's a comment part, which is basically uh, an idea, a description table, so uh, which information should be displayed in the tooltip, or mm. which display should, uh, which information should be displayed in the, in the detailed window, and then you have uh, a data part that is dedicated specifically to that object type which is for the spot object, then the position and uh, the overlay. Yeah. And I have already mentioned that some of the attributes, like most likely the icon, but also the color, length, thickness, can depend on something. Is that something the application uh, would define yes. or is it something? Okay. So that's that's the, the basic idea, that the attributes reflecting the business data and um, like the color, the thickness, size, or whatever comes from the application. But it could also be constant, of course. Yeah, okay. But yeah. it's not that you have within Visual Business, you define threshold. This is defined uh, by the uh, inventor of that um, application. As I yes. yeah. Okay, and that spot option. Okay, and I think that same holds true for all the other, so color, size, and stuff, that's all the same mm -hmm. thing that mm -hmm. I 
Okay, that is one aspect. What, what do I see for, for that object? You also mentioned that drag and drop, and most likely, I mean, must be must defined somewhere. Yeah, maybe one additional thing to mention regarding the display. So there are actually three states for an object. So it's a standard display. Yeah. Then there's a hover state. So mm -hmm. when you hover with a mouse over it, then it gets a selection color, and then you also have a. Oh no, actually, it's a hover color, and then you have. A, the capability to select that object and then it gets a different color. So talking about the 3D use case, you have a truck full of uh, boxes, then you are able to pick one and then it gets a different color and you can remember that. And it shines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for example, that gives the capability to display out of 10 boxes all with the same package uh, or product information. Just being curious, is any sound stuff or audio also? Uh, no. no, 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 no. Just being curious. Yeah, yeah, we had some. It's a visual, it's not the in the audio. past, we had the, the requirements then uh, that that some objects would be flashing, ah. but but we haven't implemented this mm -hmm. yet. Or maybe if you saw a truck or some customers that say like "ouch" or something. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's visual business is not audio business. But sorry, yeah, I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah. Now I'm totally but, out of concept. I don't know what yeah, yeah. A little bit we, we are coming to the interface we have yes. um, okay, to the yes. application. The, just to be complete, so for the three, four <laughs> object categories, if I talk about what I see, that's what we have, right? So you have the different yeah. colors, dimension, etc., and you can change it. All of them are only the color when I mouse over or select. Is it then different, you know, like the size or the, the size color? Can, or? You can also. I change the size so that the object becomes bigger if okay. you over. So basically, yeah. you have like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's something so the application defines. Okay, but you can. Yeah. Okay. We have an ABAP interface. Um, for the ABAP world, we have also UI5 interface, but, but we can, can talk to the ABAP interface mm -hmm. because transportation management is, is using this interface. Mm -hmm. um, where the application fills a table. And uh, for instance, we have a table for the spot objects. And um, then you want to display your 100 trucks on the map. Mm -hmm. Then you can fill this table with 100 items, yeah. saying, okay, this is a position, that is a color, mm -hmm. that is the tooltip text of this truck, mm -hmm. and uh, all the other attributes all the symbols have. And you can say, okay, this object is selectable, mm -hmm. and so on. And then you can transfer this table to Visual Business, and then Visual Business displays the elements. Okay. I think that I remember that there are also possibilities that Visual Business would pull data. Is that also true? That I might, yeah, and then how? So, so far, so that's clear to me. The application can um, define what needs to be displayed on the map and where and which color, etc. Is there also a pull? Functionality, or is it then would we then just push again? It's always push, push again for push us again. in TM. For, for us in, in TM, okay. Yeah. And generally speaking, uh, in, in general, it's possible. Um, we have also in that Dimpro the uh, um, possibility that we can pull out of uh, the backend some new information. Or in UI5, it's not a problem. In HTML5, you can, of course, call web services and uh, what you need. Okay. 
So, so we have have some some demos showing um, the trains in a specific area in real time, and uh, you see the trains are moving on the map, and it's it's uh, in and real time. Pull that information from internet on Excel file. Yes. And uh, I pull it uh, and, and instead of get, being pushed again. Yes, okay. get the GPS information from the server or wherever. Okay. So technically, both ways are. Possible. Okay, that's interesting yep. to know. Um, next thing would then be the interaction between the different objects. If we are, okay. if I now complete with a visualization piece, I think, yeah. yeah. Are we? Then maybe yeah. we come to, you said you can have also like right mouse click, yeah. or drag and drop, whatever. So it comes to interaction now. Yeah. So the application can define this object is interactive. Yeah. Can, can define, okay, this um, can be, is clickable. Hmm? And uh, if the user clicks this uh, left or right mouse button, the application gets an event and can react. And then, for instance, show a detail window or a context menu. Mm. And, and this depends, of course, of the right or the left mouse button or on a mobile device of a longer tap or a, a only tap. Mm. And uh, then the application can launch a detail window, for instance. Launch it as a separate window then, or is it like a pop-up or, um, or both? Or? Both is possible. Okay. So um, that uh, usually in transportation management, the application calls uh, Visual Business and say, "Okay, I have this information. Please open a detail window with this information." And then a detail window pops up so at that position. In the very fancy object. world, so I mean, there are simple things like you. Would click it and then you see some details of the position, actual data, plant data, telephone numbers or so. But would in principle also be possible, like uh, I click on the truck and then I see the 3D map uh, of that, uh, the 3D visualization of the loading um, of that truck. So like visual business application as a detail for a visual business application just being... In principle, this is possible. Um, but uh, in transportation, this uh, wasn't combined. Because, yeah, just, yeah. Do, just to understand yeah. the basic concept. So you could define what's the detail yeah. and then it can be, yeah. So it's possible okay. that a customer builds up a three-dimensional yard mm -hmm. showing um, the buildings and uh, some areas and, and so on. Mm -hmm. And also the, the moving assets like a forklifter or um, the trucks and every asset. If you have enough uh, details on where they are. If you have the data, of course, yes. then you can display this. Yes. Okay. And uh, so in principle, you can, as a detail, if you click it and want to show details, you can embed every, anything as I would, would get you. Like from a simple, just a list or a table or Webtoon Pro uh, list or, yeah, sounds like that, isn't it correct? Or? Yeah. Okay, in TM for our detail windows on the map, we are we are using text and for, for example a small icon indicating the truck or train or something. Yeah, just yeah. Just, just understanding the technical. Well, I mean, basically, when, when we receive in the backend uh, the event that the details for an object should be open, we we decide. Uh, Is it a standard detail? So, like Torsten said, then we simply display text. But if we would have the requirement to, for example, open an additional application, we could open a, 
another TM transaction in Web Dimpon display, whatever. So for example, uh, if you click in the transportation network cockpit on a location and you want to see the details, if you right click, if you right click that, then you get a, a very short information for that, so like the address, but if you want to see everything, then uh, you can select from the context menu, display details, and then the standard TM master data application opens, uh, displaying you anything about that object. Okay. <coughs> for the right right mostly, can I define one list, or is it also like possible actions? Sorry, or? it's the left mouse click. Okay. Okay. It depends. Normally, the left mouse should open the detail window and the right mouse uh, context okay. menu. Okay. But of course, this can be defined by the application. But of course, yeah. we stick to yeah. the standard. So normally, we have a symbol. The user clicks it. Yes. Then the backend gets a uh, event that uh, right mouse click was um, done, and, the and then uh, the application can. Okay. Um, react, um, tell Visual Business, okay, please launch a context menu. And with these commands, mm -hmm. then the context menu is displayed, and then the user selects one command, mm -hmm. and then the application gets another event uh, telling command. this command was pressed, and then the application can do something else. Tosin, so in the 3D visualization, that's the very same behavior like on the geometry, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and um, because the um, the visual business component calls back to the or raises an event for the backend, the context menu can be built dynamically. So depending on the current state of the scene on your object, you can show different context menus. So it's not you have just these three options and they are fixed forever, but depending on your current use case, you can add additional menus, submenus, items, and have... So, um, so, for example, we have context menu for a loaded item or unloaded item, and these context mm -hmm. menus are different. Then. Yeah, exactly. Or on the on the map where you have um, several locations or trucks at the same position, we then dynamically offer in the context menu so that you get a list of these objects at mm -hmm. this position, and then the submenus offer the actions you can do with these objects. Okay. So that's pretty... Um, so now you mentioned uh, in the middle uh, also the scene again. So maybe we just do... Uh, I don't know what a scene is. So I, I think I understood the diff four different object types. I understood what an application is. But yeah, what, what is a scene in that context? Um, yeah, we have an analogy. Because on a traditional screen, yeah or in a traditional user interface, you have a screen. Yeah. And uh, there you have different controls. Yeah. And with the scroll bars, you can navigate. And um, in a visualization, mm -hmm. we have a three-dimensional or a geographical scene. Mm -hmm. You can navigate in the scene around the world, for instance, mm -hmm. uh, but also in 3D, turning the object mm -hmm. and, and looking for different uh, views. And there we have symbols, and the symbols are like the controls in the traditional UI. You can mm -hmm. click them, they are showing you the attributes and, and the business data. So uh, we have here a strong analogy between the 
normal standard user interface and the visualization. Yeah, for me, as seen from the TM perspective, is just uh, the defined content that Visual Business should display right at that snap snapshot moment. So we say, for example, display the geomap, mm -hmm. and then we define a set of objects that should be within that scene. Mm -hmm. And for me, uh, a switch between scenes is always an action. So for example, you have selected all of your locations that are warehouse. Mm -hmm. So this is the first selection you do. Then the application searches for all of those master data locations. We push that as a scene, which yeah. is a defined set of locations to the visual business component. And then you would do another search, for mm -hmm. example, for your customer locations, we again pick that up and add that to the existing scene. So we get a new scene. Mm -hmm. Just okay. So just the application is the context of the, the set of object categories, so to say, that I could have. And the scene is a concrete instance with the concrete objects in it, so to say. Yeah. So a new selection is a new scene in the same, same application. And so we have a yeah. so-called scene manager that is holding the set of objects that Visual Business is displaying at that point in time and that scene manager gives us the capability to add objects, remove mm. objects or completely clear the scene. Okay. Good. See, now I understood yeah, what the application or the scene is, the different objects I had it on, on it, then how I can display them, then how I can uh, have actions for a single object. I think the missing link to me would be now, like I mentioned, the drag and drop. So different objects interacting with each other. No, I let them interact with each other. Yeah. So, yeah. so the application defines um, uh, the drop uh, source. Um, so so, so uh, this the drag source. Mm -hmm. So this object is draggable. Okay. Yeah. And defines the target object type. Is object type, so that is on type level. It's not per instance, but it's per I can. Yeah, you can also define this on an instance level, but okay. also on type level. Okay. So that uh, you can't drag a drop a customer to a customer, but only a truck to a customer. Okay. And then. If, if uh, the drag starts, then the application gets an event, can uh, change something, and uh, if the user drops it, then the application is informed, okay, this object with this ID is dropped on this other object with that ID. Okay. Is it one-to-one -one or m-to-one or m-to-n? And dropping on N is difficult, uh, but I can drag uh, multiple objects and drop them together on one target object, or is there? Uh, in principle, yes. Okay. So, but but then um, it's it's, it's more difficult, and and um, uh, in transportation management, you don't uh, have this use case. Simply. Use case. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so but but of one. course you can can uh, for instance select with the lasso multiple yeah. of objects and say yeah. okay I would like to to select um, five or ten trucks out of one hundred. Which I then in principle could also drag and drop on something, but not yeah. currently. In yeah. yeah. Right? No, we don't use that. Okay. Yeah. So Thorsten, do we offer uh, drag and drop in the free DC? Um, no, currently not. So it's just a display. Um, but it would be 
but it is more on our side, right? So I think visual business uh, would allow that I drag and drop, and then you uh, maybe in that case it's interesting because you wouldn't drop it on something else, but you would change the position with a drag and drop, right? Let's say you would take one pallet to another position. Is that also something? Yeah, um, that's not a drag and drop operation. <coughs> that's a moving object. Okay. So um, you can, as an application, define an object as movable yeah. or editable mm -hmm. in, in a more general sense. Mm -hmm. And then the user can uh, move the object around or define a polygon by clicking on the map on, mm -hmm. on different points and uh, defining an area or whatever. That brings me to an interesting question for the 3D part. Um, if I mean, what, what is the coordinate system then on, on that? Is that something predefined? Or, you know, if I, if, I mean, if we push something on a map, we have to define where does it sit. I mean, it's, and there are, I think, a lot of different ways of expressing the <coughs> location. I mean, for a 3D map, maybe that's uh, longitude latitude, and still again, we have enough versions of longitude latitude. But for 3D, is that one fixed uh, definition or yeah, how would I define the position in a 3D scene? Yeah, you have, uh, not a tuple, so not an X and Y coordinate like in the 3D scene, which would then relate to uh, latitude and longitude. But in the 3D scene, you would have a triple, so your X, Y and Z coordinate and you can also uh, yeah, display an object with a height. And what is the, is it then mapped to like, like meters or you know, what's the dimension, so to no, say? No, there's no, there's no real unit of, unit. Unit of measure. So, yeah. so it's an artificial yeah. coordinate format. We have a calculation. Mm -hmm. so, 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 so for example, we get box um, yeah. and, and that has a dimension. Yeah. So we say it has a length of 50 centimeters and then we simply uh, apply a, cal a calculation also for the vehicle mm -hmm. where it is positioned on uh, and transfer that into an artificial coordinate. Okay, so for you it's like points or dots or something, so, so a theoretical mm -hmm. instance. But of course, I mean, if I drag and drop and it's later it's somewhere else on the truck, I need that to translate that artificial uh, position back into something that we can handle in TM. Then no. But anyway, th this is currently not in scope to uh, move uh, pallets. Uh, but just to, uh, mm -hmm. What I have in mind regarding the uh, 3D drag and drop is more or less to take a box and uh, drop it onto another box and then it is stacked on top of that. Or maybe you define within the truck uh, certain stack positions where you can take the box which is not loaded and then drop it on the specific uh, uh, stack but not freely in, in, in the space or within the vehicle. So then that would be a point, right? Object that you would, for the different places, you would maybe have something like an invisible yep. object kind to, to yep. define yep. the pallet space and then it would be a drag and drop again which yep. would end in a Position. And we don't have a physics engine um, inside of visual business. That means um, no gravity, and of course you can uh, move the object inside of each other. No collision and no collision uh, ah, detection. So we can't play and or cannot develop games uh, on that at the moment. Okay. Only if it's the yes, but, but only if the application has the, the collision the detection. Application has to take care of this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Because of performance reasons. Yeah, yeah. 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 for us, it's typically also not really 
required because anyway we have to map it back into physical world and have to do that conflict resolution also. Yeah. So. Okay. And then the track and drop again, just coming back to the interaction would call back, raise an event with the information who yeah. was dragged from where to where, how heavy, uh, how, how strong was the drop. And, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then we react and then we refresh the then new scene, as I assume, right? Yeah. Change object, new scene. Okay. Good. Completely defined by the application. So we react on the drop and then we decide how the new scene should look like for the visual business. And regarding the interaction, there's also one additional thing to mention uh, that is drag and drop from outside the visual component. So, yeah. for example, you have a table and you take that and drop it onto the visual component. Uh, this is currently in, pro in process. Yeah. And, so and, 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 and of course, vice versa, you take something uh, on yeah. the geomap yeah. or in, in the 3D scene and you, for example, you have yeah. an unloaded package, you take it and mm. um, drag it outside onto a table of resources and drop it there and then it is automatically resized. This is currently a work in, pro in process. Okay. Yeah. For a selection, it works already. Mm -hmm. So if you select an object in on the map, for instance, mm -hmm. then it's selected uh, in the table mm -hmm. and vice versa. There okay, because we are fully the integrated. Event and, and then exactly. the new scene after the selection. Okay. Yeah. okay, maybe that brings me to another question. It is how you already talked about how we technically, uh, or what visual business technically is. But maybe, Markus, um, And Tosmi, we can also talk about how do we display it in uh, in There are basically two patterns, right? One is a standalone application and one is an embedded UI. Is that right? Or is that so I think yeah. you can have Yeah, I mean basically uh, we have a standard UI component, yeah. visual business. And this has a configuration where we, for example, set the application. So how should the visual business component behave? Mm -hmm. And then you have that UI component and basically within the floor plan manager can integrate it into any UI. So we, from that perspective, don't have a standalone visual business application. So even in the transportation network cockpit, you have on top the master data selection, which is a search uh, UI form. And then below that, you have the visual business component. What I meant is that I have technically, uh, I think it's the same thing, but you have some applications where <coughs> the visualization is the application, so to say, so where you really work on it. And others where you see additional information like in the, in the VSR, Oh, yes. Oh, sorry. In the load planning thing, mm -hmm. it's more additional information as I cannot change something on the map. I see it as a maybe to check, or maybe on a map. Let's say I'm within the thread, or I want to check, or in cockpit want to check the map, but I, I wouldn't work on the map. <laughs> but with the master data cockpit, where I'm really where the map is my home for mm -hmm. that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a true. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe now, as promised before. Um, Ah, limitations for business. Ah, are there any limitations? Uh, um, yes, we have some. Um, because we are, um, yeah, a rendering engine and a fast visualization engine, um, we can't um, visualize every symbol and every detail. So, for instance, um, we don't uh, visualize every screw of a truck or um, every detail of a machine or whatever. 
and uh, this is done by by cat uh, engines and uh, not uh, with visual business so we are focusing on interactively mm. interactive uh, visualizations and simple interfaces and fully um, sap integrated uh, ui technologies so they, and um, therefore um, we have also uh, boundary of the number of symbols we can visualize okay um, for the active x it's um, more a theoretical border it's 100,000 objects on a screen at the same time visible and of course if the application uh, shows um, so many objects then um, they should introduce aggregation levels mm. and aggregate the objects mm. And um, therefore, we have some limitations here for visual business, but um, okay, that's a more theoretically. Uh, okay. But yeah, we have simulated this with, with fifty thousand objects and, and uh, higher, and uh, with fifty thousand objects on one screen, even if it's four meters cross four meters you only see flex or some some objects and not the map <laughs> yeah i think that yeah very yeah. important i think from the application to always have the right objects in the scene right that you still can understand and, and, and have aggregation objects and yeah actually it's a very very difficult topic so mm. we should skip that should we yeah we should mm -hmm. yeah really so there is no aggregation uh, object in TM. For yeah. example, if I mean we have customers having millions of locations, yeah. and if they search for that, and the result is let's say five hundred thousand locations because they've searched for all customers, uh, then we can currently not aggregate that yeah. because there is no logic for us how yeah. to do that. I mean there are of course. Uh, ways to do that, but uh, this is not in place yet. Yeah, that's not simple. But for example, Google also does not do that. I mean, what you would see from a world perspective is, of course, you would see 500,000 flags, but if you would zoom closer, then you would see, yeah. let's say, a handleable scene. And that is something we want to provide in the future. Mm -hmm. um, this is planned uh, at the moment that we cluster objects. So if you have, um, yeah, from within visual like the clustering would be done? in in visual business because uh, you can't decide this from an application point of view. You don't know how far away each object okay. is from each other, and this has done on the client side. Mm -hmm. And uh, if there are some objects nearby, only a few pixel, mm -hmm. uh, then we can bundle them. And display a special icon showing a number on the top right uh, how many objects are behind this icon and then you can work with this yeah but dynamic aggregation but is really a very complex topic so yeah. from an application point of view you would have to define which attributes on which zoom level should be considered and um, yeah. Yeah. for instance you can't aggregate trucks and customers only trucks and <coughs> only customers and, and uh, um, if these objects are interactive you will have additional challenges drag and drop for instance a truck to a clustered customer object is 
ja. But from an application point of view, the, the most important thing here is that Visual Business can handle really a lot of objects for us. And uh, if we get a use case where really somebody wants to uh, mm. use hundreds of thousands of objects, then we have to decide that uh, how, how we work with that. But currently it's not. Yeah, and, and uh, I see this, this um, then the customer has, has to uh, do something if they have these amount of, of objects. For the performance, then most likely the uh, is it the GPU, the CPU, uh, important for for the performance of Visual Business on the client side. Is that something? Yeah, do you use GPUs or CPU, or should I ask a question? Yes, but uh, normally it works. It has not be a special game yeah, yeah. <laughs> engine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it works with with every uh, normal laptop or okay. So there's no, there's no special no special requirements if I no, use no. Visual Business then. Oh. Maps. Maybe we, we already touched uh, um, uh, that topic in the beginning and map providers, if you still have the time for it. Um, then maybe just, you know, I, you already met uh, uh -huh. multiple questions on that. First thing is, okay, <coughs> what do I need to do if I want to connect with uh, mywebprovider.com uh, or my locally installed map provider? What are the things I need to do? Um. The requirements we had with, with, with uh, Visual Business um, were that um, it runs or it should run with most map providers, of course. And uh, Visual Business supports nearly 90% of all map providers. And um, we have, yeah, the administrator can configure the map provider the, as an URL or the in-house map server and then um, yeah they the administrator can enter an URL scheme where they can insert some placeholders and um, define with this URL scheme um, the provider's uh, address of the map server okay the network address so to say technically exactly okay. yeah. And then I would assume that there is, is it some mapping or do they all use the same interface or do you have an interface for the different map providers? So, you know, I have, okay, let's say maybe start with somebody like Navtec or, no, is it still Navtec? No, it's now like Nokia here, here. Nokia map or here. Yeah, and PTV and S3. So I have one of them, so I would then, of course, physically connect it to either Web server or my, my local server is then also something where then say okay it is PTV or Navtech or is it a generic mapping or it's actually the placeholders in the URL define okay. the, the format yeah. of uh, how the provider wants to deliver the image. I mean there are some providers that define the center image and then the size of uh, yeah. how, how big the image should be and then there's the so-called quad key interface. But this can all be handled by the visual business placeholders that you can pass them to the okay. URL. And we have, uh, let's say, sample URL schemas for the different providers then, or how would I? Yeah, you can can enter your URL. Yeah. So myprovider.com, yeah. and then you say slash and uh, longitude latitude, and then uh, longitude equals and then a placeholder, for instance, uh, in, in brackets an in, in X. Mm -hmm. And then uh, latitude equals and then uh, y, mm -hmm. 
And uh, at runtime, this X and Y coordinates are filled with their values. And then Visual Business calls and builds the, the exact URL, uh, mymapprovider.com longitude uh, equals um, 41 mm -hmm. and latitude 42. And then the image is downloaded and uh, as a tile, mm -hmm. and uh, then every tile is placed but on for, the but, plant. But for the main uh, vendors that we support, uh, we already have some examples, mm -hmm. and the rest, if you have a very specific, let's say, vendor in Brazil, so mm -hmm. it's more or less in the beginning playing around all the vendor uh, explains yeah. in the documentation how the URL should be built and then you have to figure out how that works. But usually this is not... Yeah. Just we, have, we have a customer in China um, who wanted to connect to a local provider. Mm -hmm. And the local provider um, doesn't have an, an English website, it was also in, in Chinese. And um, we provided the information how to set up this and uh, then they connected in a couple of minutes to the provider. I would imagine that they also use like different coordinate systems maybe, or is it all the same? Is it longitude, latitude? I just remember from my yeah. parting days that longitude, latitude is not necessarily longitude, latitude, everywhere. We support, for it. Yeah, yeah. support from Visual Business uh, Mercator projection or a linear projection, yeah. and most uh, map providers work with these uh, projections. Okay. Now, if I would need two different uh, map providers, is that also possible? Like I have one specific for China because of that local regulation, yeah. but I'm also active in Europe where I would use maybe a different one. Is that a bad question? Or? Um, in principle, it's possible to yeah. overlay uh, different maps on top of each other. So that you can say, okay, I would like to have uh, map provider one mm. on the base, and then from map provider two, there's a traffic map, and you overlay the traffic information to the uh, on the other map. But uh, most map providers um, inhibit this because in, in the license uh, agreements in terms of use. Because they want to use their services and their maps, and you should not mix this. Yeah, but I mean, our, our TM answer to that would be there's a capability within the visual business application to switch the map content that you want to see. So, for example, we would uh, suggest then to our customer, for example, for the users working in Europe, that they have a configuration where they switch to the yeah. European yeah. specific GIS vendor and for the Chinese colleagues they switch to the Chinese content mm. but uh, the context menu for the scene would offer then a switch between this content. There's no dynamics so let's say I start with the world, I zoom into Europe mm. then the content of PTV is displayed and then I zoom to China or navigate to China and then there's a dynamic switch. So this is uh, I think not a requirement. But yeah. it can change the uh, provider, as you say, from within the scene. From the flight. Yes, you can personalize, uh, every user can personalize um, the maps and then see the preferred but map. Technically, it sounds like if I would have like a word provider and then if I would, would have a way to recognize that my new scene is now in Europe and I would have a mapping to Europe, then in principle, I could also change the um, yeah, the URL basically, 
Um, um, schema then, uh, okay, so it's really per seed, I could change it. Yeah, that means. That works, like Marcus also meant, dynamically on the fly. So in the, mm -hmm. on the map, you can do a right click and change okay. uh, it's between your configured maps. Is there uh, something pre delivered or pre configured or yes. start? Um, the pre-configured uh, the default map um, is coming from OpenStreetMap. Yeah. We are using MapQuest uh, there as a server, and also um, uh, we support some services for the backend uh, address search, reverse geocoding, mm -hmm. um, which is also connected to this provider. Ah, we are. That's another shameless plug to TM Geography. I think it was some, I don't know, eight or so. We talked about how to integrate mm -hmm. longitude latitude providers uh, into <coughs> TM. We yes, already touched the uh, business. Okay, so I think that's it for the map. And then if I want to use somebody else, I need a license from the other provider. Can yes, I, of course. Uh, uh, yeah. Can Normally. I buy it through uh, SAP? Is it then cheaper or is it a separate? Do we have like reselling things? Um, or? Uh, not at the moment. Okay. Um, I think most customers already have a map provider yeah. and then they can use this one in, okay. in most cases. Is there also something similar you have to consider for 3D? No, there you have a white background and then you are... Can I have a white background from different providers? <laughs> for free. Of course. <laughs> and it's free. free. Okay. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> okay, good. Um, maybe I think that's it for for the map part, right? For map connection, anything we forgot to talk about? No. Maybe um, one more... Area is the extensibility, or well, it's maybe two things. One is I want to extend with your business and the actions and the stuff within TM, and maybe another one would be okay. I'm so excited about your business, I want to build my own application. Maybe let's start with the first one. So, enhance what can I do if I want to see, uh, or like I want to have a different, I have a different object in my map or in, in TM. Uh, maybe first, so I want to have something different on my map. I want to have a sitting, I don't know, my the trucks we deliver. I don't like them. I want to have a yellow one or one with <laughs> a, a nicer driver position within it. If it's not more than 10,000 drivers, of course, 100,000 drivers, of course. So, um, what can I do in TM to enhance it? Yeah, let's start with the driver example. Yeah. So, um, for example, for this concrete. A use case, you would say, uh, I pick um, my preferred uh, 3D model of the truck mm -hmm. I want to display. And if you have it in the Collada format, so it's a free format you can use for your 3D models, yeah. you could upload it into your MIME repository of mm -hmm. your system. And then um, we have um, a certain um, enhancement spot where you can influence the, um, the colors of your boxes, for example, or um, replace our default chipped truck model bind then now your own your yellow mm. truck model or whatever mm. and then this is displayed in the scene with the driver with the driver if it comes with the 3d model yeah okay. yeah basically in tm we have uh, for anything you can do with visual business so display objects mm. and for each interaction we have right at that spot where we get the information from visual business an enhancement spot where you can pretty much manipulate whatever you want. So you can set the colors, you can adjust the descriptions for the tooltip and the details, you can set different images, you can uh, use 3D models. 
your own you can menu. pick up events, so standard events, so if you select something from the context menu, that event is also then passed to the enhancement spot where you can react differently uh, than the standard would do, mm -hmm. for example, to the, let's say, display details, like I explained uh, a few minutes back. Uh, where we open uh, the standard transaction for the location. Mm -hmm. If you don't like that, then you could simply jump in there and do something else. And you most likely can also change the context value for an object and Con additional actions and react to that actions. And since anything is since Visual Business 2.0 uh, completely defined in the other backend, you can change anything what we do on the application side. Mm -hmm. And you can also add objects to the scene, remove them in that body. It's not simple. Um, Unfortunately, there is no a standard configuration how an object should look like. So we have a fixed set of colors and icons that we use. For example, it's again, pick the location. We set the pin icon. We set the overlay icon. There is no customizing uh, like a GeoMap profile. Uh, we have something, and we did not talk about that yet, uh, in the area of uh, transportation and logistics. We also have the SAP event management mm -hmm. and extended warehouse management. Both applications also use Visual Business. Uh, for the GeoMap uh, use case and for example event management they offer something like a configuration so there you can define the icons that should be used uh, we don't have that yet in TN. Ah, that brings me to another question then coming back to building my own applications <coughs> what, what are the other um, applications SAP applications we can be oriented so we have using visual business so it's TM you said It's event management, it's was it EWM or yep. management or complete areas of course using So of course event management uses that for tracking the events. Mm -hmm. uh, any event kind of has a geographical position. So um, I think this is from my point of view the major Yeah, use case for the event management uh, GeoMap application and for the extended warehouse management uh, We don't have a 3D uh, use case, unfortunately, yet. But since TM and EWM share the same master data, they also have the transportation network cockpit like we use in TM. We have a broad range of applications, um, visual business support, supports at the moment, um, like CRM, retail, Fiori, apps. Um, some HANA-based or cloud-based applications. And most of them using the maps thing or 3D or what mixture? Uh, or? Most uh, the maps, of yeah. course. Yeah. 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 But, but we have also, for instance, custom development built some, some fast business solutions. Mm -hmm. um, there, for instance, uh, yard management hmm. is uh, built. Yeah, yeah. sounds pretty <coughs> relevant to us as well. Yeah. No? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Good. Brackets closed. Uh, coming back to the original question of uh, I, I'm so excited about Visual Business now and I completely understood everything uh, from what I heard so far already. <laughs> and now I start building my own application. First, is that allowed for a customer? Can I go and build my own application? First, I need a license, you already mentioned that. Yes, the NetWeaver um, Foundation license for third party. Okay. Um, that means the end uh, customers mm -hmm. and uh, also a NetWeaver developer license, but I think everybody has this already. Do I have it? Okay, that's good. Yeah, okay, uh, yes. who, who builds SAP okay. application normally. Okay. Um, and then is there like a 
Do, would you recommend to visit a training on how to develop that or is there good, yeah, so how, I, I want to use it, I mm -hmm. have a rough idea, but okay, maybe I can um, start. We have published uh, on the SCN the ABAP documentation mm -hmm. and we are going to publish the UI5 uh, interface uh, documentation in a couple of weeks mm -hmm. or months. And um, there you can also ask us if you have questions or difficulties. Okay, so you would search in SVN first for, for the documents, and if you have questions, then you would yeah. get in contact yeah. uh, with you through yeah. SVN, most yeah. likely. And we um, also um, deliver some demo samples mm -hmm. uh, where you can see how to implement this. Okay. Most features are implemented in these uh, demos we have. Where would I find them? Um, they are coming with uh, the ABAP yeah, okay. uh, as examples and are starting this with VBI. Okay. Uh, so, but it's also described on the SCN. Ah, okay, it's all where you can find. Okay, this. so that would yeah. be, but there's no like training or something that you have to uh, visit first. You just start with the documents in SCN and. It, it, yeah. And as I, what I heard so far, also from from Mark, it's creating a new. Uh, application and scene is not it's not rocket science, right? Yeah, so I mean, let's imagine we have a data source, mm -hmm. uh, let's say some business data having a geographical position attached. Mm -hmm. You have that, let's say, as an Excel file or database table. Uh, what you simply need to do is you would have to define a visual business application. Mm -hmm build the UI, let's say you have a search within that database and then you have the Visual Business UI component, you implement the search, let's say you pick up all of the business uh, objects starting with A, mm -hmm. then you receive that and all you have to do is actually map that data into, let's say, the spot format of mm -hmm. Visual Business, so you give the ID, you say the color, maybe the icon. Mm -hmm. And if you really stick to what is really required to display something, this is maybe three, yep. four, five fields, not more. Mm -hmm. And then all you have to do is to raise a floor plan manager event, mm -hmm. attach that da da data table of the spot objects, and then you're already yeah. set up. Okay. What, you, what, what, what you would then also need is maybe a clear map, but this is also a standard FPM. Uh, Yeah. Event and then you are ready to go. Okay. In all UI technologies, Visual Business is more or less like a special control. You can um, use this to, to um, yeah, uh, use the interface to um, handle your data to Visual Business, mm. and um, then you get an event and can react. So from my point of view, it's doable within a let's say code jam within an hour. Okay, so for somebody who can... It's not a video podcast, otherwise we would do it now. Yeah. So. <laughs> But you can listen to us and do it and do it. <laughs> okay. Anything else that we should uh, not forget to mention uh, talking about visual business? I think I now really understood that better than before. And if we all agree that this is it for today, then... Thanks for coming here and explaining and taking my questions and answering them even. And uh, yeah, let's see, maybe we can later do an update with new features or so. And otherwise, everybody listening, 
enjoy visual business applications and maybe think about building your homes. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.